Welcome back to the Crooked Spine Show. Do you suffer from headaches? Do you know what causes them? Have you sought care from your medical doctor or other kind of health care practitioners and not received any help? Today's talk is understanding where headaches come from and how do we fix and actually heal mechanical problems headaches through posture, through stretches, through exercise. Walk through about six, seven different exercises that help the shoulders, neck, and upper back improve your overall posture and allow your neck to overall relax. The problem is the very top of your neck is your C1 nerve root can pinch, causing headaches that go to the head, forehead, even behind the eye. So go over these videos, my friends. At that point, this video will actually show you exactly how to stretch your neck, how to strengthen your neck, shoulders, upper back, along the things to overall stay in better position. So when we have to work at a desk for long periods of time or drive for one, two, that length of driving, we have better endurance so your neck doesn't tighten up, again, causing headaches, neck pain, other things going on with your body, right? So hope you enjoyed the talk. Again, the show notes has the highlights to the actual video. I'll go to the link there along with the previous podcast too. If not, enjoy the show, my friends, and I'll see you next week. All right, here's our talk on headaches today, okay? The biggest thing I'm going to start with is where do headaches come from? As a physician, as a chiropractor, my job is when I interview someone with headaches, come with headaches, I want to find out what's their causes. What are different causes that can cause headaches? What are what is what do you think? What's a what's a good list you think? This is where you guys raise your hand. I'm not raise your hand. Just just say say what you think is a headache cause. Uh, vascular problems. Yes. So blood pressure issues for one too can cause that issue. What else can cause headaches? Fever. Fever. Yep. Infection for one too. Infection. What else? What else would cause pressure in the head? Stress. Stress. Stress is huge, okay? When our body gets stressed, like blood pressure, like infection, it tightens everything up. Once you tighten up, we can't get the blood out of our head, for one, so all that pressure builds up in our head. Even things medically emerge, like our aneurysms and things like that, to even some, some strokes. But we have to watch is, okay, what's, when someone comes ahead and go, what's, what, what was there an incident, was there, was there a problem that happened that caused your headache to occur? Okay? Even people even talk about having, uh, if you want to call it genetically prone headaches. My mom had it, my dad had it, my grandmom had it. I had a patient like that a couple years ago. She came in and she was told she was 16 years old. She was told she'd always have headaches the rest of her life. Because her mom had headaches, her grandmom had headaches, and down the line, somewhere in the rest of the world, her family lineage had headaches. I said, maybe. I said, what are you doing lifestyle-wise to adjust your lifestyle to basically cause less frequent headaches and less severe headaches? And she had done nothing yet. When she started doing yoga, stretching, watching her diet, things like that, so food allergies can cause headaches too, she was able to control them with very, very minimal. But, her, so when, but, but once you're told it's genetic, you can't do anything about it, what do most people do? Put their hands up. They're done. So when you control your lifestyle, and we'll talk about some things we can do in here, start doing allows your body to now adjust to those headaches. You might be more, she might be more prone the rest of her life, but can she control her stress, control her nutrition, control how much she exercises, what she exercises, how much she does, make her body stay healthy as possible. That's my job is, as a chiropractor, is help you, yes, with the headaches, but also lifestyle changes if need be, make sure they stay away. What are other type of headaches too? Anyone have like posture headaches? They sit too long, they read too long, a book for example. Even the light too can cause headaches. 
more of a migraine type of headache. You know what migraines are? Migraines? Migraines are where your nerves become more sensitive. It's what's called more cranial nerves. Cranial nerves are the brain nerves that come not from your spine, from back here in your back, but from actually your brain itself have nerves, like wires. They control your eyes, control your taste, control your, your, all your five senses, your hearing, your smell, um, even feeling too. So those senses, when you have a migraine headache, cause it to become hypersensitive. So this light right now would be about 10 times brighter. My voice would be 10 times louder. Taste would be like, just things would taste really different. Smell, even sensitive to the smell too. So those things are sensitive. So what does someone have a migraine headache want to do? They want to go to a dark room with no sound and just sleep. Do nothing. Okay? I have patients like that, that they have to go to the emergency room twice a month before they see us to get a shot in their head or in their neck to take away the headaches. So we have to watch, once we find out what the cause of the headache might be, might be a blood pressure, might be the food allergy, might be something they're eating, might be something nutrition-wise or even genetics, how do we now take that information and now find ways to minimize in a sense less frequent, less severity of those headaches over time? Okay? Another headache that we cause to talk about with posture too is how your body's sitting. So one thing is, where do, are the headaches come just from the back of the neck or also, also other parts of the spine, you think? Where do headaches, I guess, originate from in the body? What do you think? In the head for the most part, right? So, who wants to volunteer? Who wants to be my Vanna White? Anybody? Anybody, anybody? Just to stand here like this, so I can show people where the headaches may come from. Hmm. And hip, come on up, finally. Tough crowd, tough crowd today. You guys ever watch, uh, like, um, Comedy Central or comedy shows? Like, you have to come up to stage and they do stuff, things like that, so. How do you stand on the chair? Stand on the chair? Okay. Stand. Okay. <laughs> right here, right here. Okay, right here. Okay. So with headaches, I'm going to use this, can I use my pointer? I won't point at you, but I'll just point okay. at you. Okay. Headaches here, base of the skull, here behind the ears, on both sides, is where the first nurse comes out of the spine. That is also vertebral arteries come from the body all the way up on this side too. Okay? That part of the spine is like a triangle. I don't know if I can make a triangle in my hand here. It's kind of a triangle. To where once those, once those areas want to pinch and lock in, like the Bermuda Triangle, I'll use that as an example, at that point you can't go anywhere. At that point that cuts off both nerve flow and blood flow to the head, where now that pressure can't release from the head. So our job as chiropractors, as mechanical chiropractors, make sure that area is not being pinched. When someone comes in my office, I go, I go like this, boom, here. I want to touch those areas in both those spots, that's called suboccipital triangle, and see if those areas are tight or not. If they're tight, that tells me that first bone is locking up those arteries, nerves where it can't go to the head, cuts off communication, blood supply, nerve supply. That's happening. My job is to unlock those areas, release that pressure. If I do that, then the overall body relaxes. We have two arteries back of the neck that come to the hepatotubal arteries. What are the other two arteries that go to the head too? And also all the veins that drive the brain that way too. What are the other two arteries? Are you in the back or in the front? The carotid. The carotid, yes. Yes, someone took science class. 
Are you turn around for me? I'll look. I'll look. Here, in front of your spine, on both sides, your carotid sinuses also. Okay? They also put blood flow to the head, blood to the head. They're controlled by nerves along with the bends in the back that control the nerves, control the regulation of flow to the head up and down. If your nerves are being pinched in the neck or the head, it can cause these arteries, the carotid arteries, to actually not cause more blood flow, cause even blood flow. Again, causing headaches. Okay? What can cut off blood flow to the, what can cause that, that thermostat or regulator of that carotid sinus to stop working? Yes, nerves, but also posture too. So do me a favor, hunch forward a little bit, hunch forward. Good, right there. Okay. If I'm doing this all day long, these muscles here are going to tighten up to make that carotid sinus also tighten up. Maintain that position. So your muscle structure or lack of muscle motion makes the muscles shortened to make these arteries, again, close off to cause not only a structural headache, but also a carotid sinus or blood pressure headache too. Okay. Any questions at all? Any questions? I wasn't tight, was I? No, you're oh, good. You're 100%. Come on, come on, That's something for you. Hold on. If I remember, if I remember. There you go. Is your hand? Thank you for volunteering. <laughs> okay. Grab a seat. Get a gold star. Okay. Yeah. We talked about a second ago how these arteries here in the front can tighten up. Okay, and also the muscles too. These are called two sets of muscles. SCM muscles come around. Okay, even scalenes to the combination. They come around the front from the back, from back here all the way across to make your body, if your posture is off long enough, to make them tight and short. When someone has this along with headaches, I ask them, do you ever feel you can't breathe, you're being choked? They go, actually, yeah, I do. I go, are you like seeing ghosts? No. It's that part of the overall body tightening up so you feel like your body's stuck like this. We make that body shift to make everything loosen up here to make that neck come back so that everything stays relaxed. This relaxes here. This relaxes back here at the suboccipital muscles. At that point, the body can actually stay loose so then your overall body comes back this way. Which, every time I've talked since I've come back, I think in October or September, What's the first thing I usually go over with people with exercises? What's the first thing before exercise when I go over? That remember? Stretching. Stretch before stretching though, before that. What else would I go before that? Yes, the magic man back there, he knows his stuff. Okay? Always posture first. Okay? Talk about two ways that our body's affected what causes our symptoms is standing and sitting posture. So first of all, if I'm standing like this here, What's that? My neck, it goes forward. But I'm not going to do this. If I, my neck goes forward, I'm not going to do this. Here. What happened? Look at the floor. My body will naturally want to maintain center of gravity with my writer's reflex up here, so I'm going to start doing this. Hands up my neck and shoulders back here. My upper traps, the suboccipital muscles, also my rhomboids. It makes those scalings and SCM muscles again tighten around those carotid sinuses. Okay? We have to get our posture. We have to check our posture daily. We stay back here. So the biggest thing is, are the bones in the neck smaller or larger than the bones in the lower back? What do you think? Are the bones larger in the neck or smaller in the lower back? Smaller. Smaller. Why are the neck muscles, why the neck, I'm sorry, muscles and bones, why are they smaller in the neck? Why do you think? 
There's not much to load, right? <laughs> she was talking about my brain, yeah, my wife for a long time. My brain. But that's because you don't have a lot of load here in your neck. All we're trying to hold up is eight to ten pound head. At that point, we don't need a lot of bone. A lot of a lot of loadability, I want to call it that. So can we make if because of that, these bones in your mid-back and low back actually control a lot of your body position too. So talk about someone's spine. They may have neck pain. I want to check their mid-back and low back too. It's all one spine. All control your position in space and also where your posture can get to if it's a poor posture position. Okay, so here, to check again, we were talking about, first thing we always talk about is posture. Because posture can either wreck us or make us every day. We want to put our heels against the wall, our standing posture, heels, hips, shoulders, and head to maintain a good position when we're standing. Okay? If we're here, then we can come off the wall, take a step forward, at that point, put away in our heels so we stay back here all day, not where we feel comfortable. And where does this usually start, you think? Where does poor posture start? Childhood. Elementary school. No one thinks about that when you're sitting in a chair all day. Ugh. Come back from lunch. Ugh. And it was me after lunch. I'm, oh, with a good night. I'm going to bed. Take a nap every day. So can we get our body, now that we're a little bit wiser, and a little bit, a little bit older, we can still change our body back here. It's still fixable, 100%. But it takes work. So by setting your posture on a wall every day, coming off the wall, focusing on keeping weight on your heels all day long, so we're back here when we're standing, sitting, and walking, allows your body over a four to five week period to change your brain cerebellum, back of your brain, to change your position in space to stay here as your normal instead of what we are used to before. I saw people come in on Monday, 31-year-old kid, I want to say kid because I'm 47, he came in and he's like this. I don't want my back hurts. I'm like, well, let me tell you. He didn't know. Naive. Because as we get older, we cause pain and we find out the pain is. It takes a while for your body to stay here long enough to make the muscles now adapt and shorten, make this, make this your poor posture, it can cause pain. So as we get our body back here, once you start our standing posture, we want to set our, we want to set our that's our sitting posture also. So here, let me adjust this real quick. When I sit, I want to make sure again, as a quick review, I want to sit, most chairs, the back of the chair is what? More decoration. Okay? We want to sit, grab a seat, grab a seat. We want to sit on the first third of the chair, the first third, our knees below our hips, and there are feet underneath us. Why do you think that's going to help your posture? So beneath, beneath, feet underneath me, and my hips here, hips tilted just a little forward, because it makes me want to sit upright instead of, ugh. This is okay a couple minutes, right? But if I'm here, sitting, working, reading, whatever I'm doing, computer work, that point allows me to use my body to contract my core muscles to hold my muscles and body up. Allows my big bones in my lower back to allow my to, to lead my mid-back and neck bones to lean back more here instead of here. If I start leaning forward this way in this position, I'm gonna have to step forward or fall forward. I don't want to fall forward, I'll make you guys laugh, but it'll be to my, my demise. Alright? Any questions yet? 
I like him here because it makes you want to bounce even better, right? My feet are flat in front of me. I'm going to naturally bend my pelvis to hunch back. And here, what happens in the upper back? I start doing this. Especially a low chair for me, I want to make sure my feet are underneath me. So it allows me, even on the side too, allows me to sit up this way. More better position. So it makes your body want to use your body's balance and your muscles make you lean back more. The more we lean back, the more the bones, more the muscles contract, hold their whole body back. Neck sits back where it should be versus where it wants to go to. In neck position, if you want to talk about an ideal position, you want to have your ear, and mine may not be there right now, ear at the seam of your shirt, middle of your, middle of your, midline of your arm, right here. That's ideal. It may not be ideal if we get it closer to normal. When I tell people to bring their head back, it's not this, it's not a tilt, it's a translation straight back. It'll feel weird, awkward, and uncomfortable. Fantastic. If it's weird, awkward, and comfortable, you have to change it over time. How does that feel when you do that? Do you feel that tightness back there? Good, good, good. Some people, when they do this, that subduxible muscle back here, they feel like they feel that real tight area. Again, great, that stretches areas out. We want to make sure we're putting our body in a better position over time. And when it's uncomfortable, that tells you, okay, I have to stretch. How do I get that to become looser? But, it, but, but some people think if it's uncomfortable, let me adjust my body, make it comfortable. No. Figure out what ideal is for you, standing and sitting. At that point, get your body to get there versus adjust your body so it feels comfortable. Because what happens is our head is not a bowling ball. It's not an even-weighted ball. Most of the weight in our head is our facial bones and teeth. Because all the weight's here, What's going to happen is, if we relax, we do this. If we, get, if we, if we back, allow our lower body and upper body to come backwards, then we use our body's position to get our head to fall back more and balance it back here instead of tightening in here. That make sense? We're not, we're not, it's not an even-weighted ball, so people think that. But all the weight's here, so because of that, we have to naturally have that curve in our spine, keep our body, our head back, get that better position over time. And the whole spine will actually follow that, that rate. When you have headaches, and what I, what I focus on right now are cervicogenic headaches causing, for example, nerve pain to the head, causing ear pressure, causing jaw pain, causing muscle tightness in the neck and shoulders. Okay? When we have those headaches, what's happening is our position is off long enough, our posture is off long enough to make those muscles tighten, those nerves pinch, it cause headaches back here, but neurologically, headaches that can go from here to the side of the head to the forehead behind the eye. <sighs> all right, all right. Just the best part's coming up right now. Perfect time, perfect time. Okay? So as we have those headaches, because of our poor posture sometimes, if we're like this, how do you get everything here to stretch, here to stretch, here to stretch? Does that make sense? If this doesn't feel good, what well, muscles feel tight? It's probably back here, maybe here, maybe here. We want to make all of it loosen up. Okay? So number one thing I'm going to start doing, and I patient that and unpass with you guys to even for upper body stuff, is show you a way to stretch that neck easily without causing too much pressure. Okay? So here we have my sponsor neck. 
Okay? And a rolled up bath towel. Simple things, right? I don't have nothing complicated. You have these things at home. I hope. I hope you do. Maybe at least a towel. So let me switch this around to here. This is called my pillow stretch from before. Okay? The goal with this stretch is to make our body want to go from where it is normally, wherever it is, to come back more. Most people that have problems have problems with their neck coming too far forward from their body. I want to make that body come backwards more. So I have someone, either on my table at the office or at mat at home, have them sit down first and then use to put that towel right at the top of your shoulders back. I'm trying to sing around. Here. Put that towel at the top of your shoulders right about here. Okay? Put that towel there. Any color you want to use at home. And there, let that let your head fall over that towel. So that point stretches not only the back of your neck, but also those front muscles also. So when I when I test them with this with this stretch, I want to make sure, does it make that neck muscle tight? Yes it does? Fantastic. I want to see that. Okay? Does it feel like there's a lot of pressure in the back of the head? Yes it does? Fantastic. Does it make the neck painful? It does. I'm going to hold off on the stretch. So everyone's different, right? If someone feels like that's too much pressure because it has gone too far back, I'll have them actually take the towel and fold it instead and just do that for now until they get used to it. So here again, come all the way down, a little bit higher up, right here. Just hold that for about a full minute. What, why, how long do you want to hold the stretch for? What do you think? How long? What's a good time frame? Count to 10. 10 is good for a muscle, yes. I like 30 seconds to a minute because ligaments need to stretch, right? If the bones, that bones are in your body connected by ligaments. To stretch the ligaments out, it takes a constant tightness or constant tension along with, with time. So 30 seconds is minimal. Work up to minutes is going to be the overall goal with all the stretches. Okay? Some questions about that. Ligaments need more time of a stretch. And just once, 30 seconds, hold that stretch. Feels good, go to a full minute. After you've done the first step one, there's only step one. Exciting step number two is from here, where your hand's going to be your sides or over your, over your body. Step two is going to be this one, hands overhead. Just like that. This can be hard. Some people can't, don't have the range of motion in their shoulder. So slowly go from here. If you, this feels too much, modification, put your hands on your forehead. Let's sit here instead. Again, 30 seconds to a full minute. Okay? We want to get the shoulders long, the upper back, looser in extension and backwards. Okay? Any questions about that? Questions? Yeah, I got a question. Yes, sir. It's sort of related. I sleep on my back. Mm -hmm. Yep. How should I be sleeping on? On your back, to start with, is just flat on your back. If you feel comfortable with that, does it cause you soreness when you're on your back? I see, I use two pillows. Why? You want to make one pillow jealous, that's what it is. <laughs> so prop, I would go one pillow if you can. Why two pillows? Why two pillows feel more comfortable? Well, I have some problems with the neck. Aging stuff. And I would do... Go ahead. Feels better, I don't know. I haven't tried it a lot. I would try maybe one pillow, and maybe take, instead of, how thick are the pillows? Yeah. Yeah. I would do maybe one pillow with maybe a pillow with maybe a towel. On, underneath the pillow, and put the pillow, see if my head, if, if this is a pillow for me, okay, 
I'm going to put my head, if possible, at, at the middle, back of my pointed head, the middle or the top of that, of that pillow. So I'm going to use that pillow to not only help my neck, but also my shoulders too. So if, if we're here, most, most people do this, right? With the pillow here um, on the front edge of the pillow. The problem is, push our head. Where does it push your head? More forward like this. Yeah, I generally have the pillow much further back. Good. What happens is I read. Okay, I good. I'll sleep reading. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So most people, if I'm going to read in bed, I'm going to also put it, I'm going to make my pillows into a little recliner. So I'm going to have one high and one low. So when I do fall asleep, I'm going to slide down my pillows. Well, that's what eventually happened, but I never slide down. <laughs> if you could, if you could before you before you go unconscious, sir, if you can slide down. Pretty hard. <laughs> if, if you have a small window before you go unconscious, let your head slide down. But if, if you if you consciously going to go to sleep, I like one pillow, but the head on top. Does that make sense? If my head is on the, on the top of the pillow, people ask before too, head here, now my whole head and upper body supported versus if I'm here at the very bottom of the pillow, then my head's going to push forward. Well, you don't know to mention it. It seems to me that when I do that kind of a thing, I start to develop cramps on my hand. Because of, you cut off circulation. Yeah. If you, when, when, I, when I'm not high enough. Okay. In other words, lean to the low. And that's when you're, when you're low and your neck is tight, it's going to cause circulation to your arms. Okay. And that's a good question too. When we don't move enough, for example, when we're sleeping, one of my questions I ask people that have headaches is arm pain or arm numbness. When we're sleeping, everything's going to tighten itself up to cause circulation or nerve supply down the arms to cut off that circulation and nerve pain or nerve flow to make numbness or tingling in the hands. So that'd be a sign that someone has a neck issue if they have numbness in the morning or tingling in the morning or even hand pain in the morning too. That would be my sign of a neck issue problem. Okay? So yes. if you sleep on your side, hmm? it's not a good thing? Not a bad thing. I'm on my side, right? Normal pillow, here. I should have videos because a lot of work on the floor all the time. <laughs> here, I'm going to do this. If I'm on my pillow here, I'm going to sleep like this, my arm up, okay? But I'm also going to do not, I'm not going to do this here with my knees or here with my knees. If I do this long enough, what's going to happen? I'm going to creep up higher and higher, and my whole body's hunched forward. I'm going to start this way, leg here, this knee behind this knee, keep my back straighter. That point my body relaxes with a straight spine, more relaxed neck. Because once I go on my side and I start bringing that, that leg forward, and I inch forward, 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 my whole body starts doing this. Causing a tight neck, tight upper back, tight lower back, even hips too. So it's better to sleep on your back than on your side? It's better, but everyone's different though. Not, we, can't, we can start on our back, also wake up on our side. Oh, what do we do? It's an unconscious that makes us comfortable. So can we, can we, come, can we find out better positions at least to start with our on our side? Or on our back, and then work toward that over time. Yes, Deb. Um, isn't that position you just demonstrated going to make that arm go to sleep after a while? It can if you if it does. So you can't do it. Good question. If I'm here doing this, I can't even bring that arm down here if you want to. Also. Yeah, that's better. Cool. Whatever. And again, better for you. Whatever works for you. 
Okay? This feels more comfortable, good. This more comfortable, good. And as, you, as, as you're unconscious, so what's gonna happen is if you're a back sleeper, you're gonna roll on your back. So that's gonna stay here. But if you start this way with the knee behind this one, allows these to start with your body being more relaxed. So we're here, we'll stay back here instead of being here the whole time. Yes, ma'am? So I sleep at three pillows. Okay. Oh, wow. On, wow. on my side. Okay. I have a little one mm -hmm. that I put between my knees. Good. And Good. I go back and forth all night. Okay. Because this one's... there with the one I, up on the, my arm was up on the pillow. Good, right here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I had my one under my neck. Yes. And that seems to be the only way I can do it. If it works, if it keeps you comfortable and you're relaxed, that's all, that's all that matters. It keeps my spine straight. Yes. It keeps this loose so you're not having to do this or do this. It keeps your knees together because you're not going here, rotating your back at all, which is good. Allows your body to stay more comfortable here so your whole body's in alignment, but it's relaxed. Problems when we sleep and we change positions enough, the muscles stay under tension. They stay stretched out long enough. That causes pain. Who's ever used a cervical pillow before? Like one of those curved neck pillows? Does that work for you? I haven't, I haven't had a pillow that's comfortable yet. Yeah, you're not a pillow aficionado. <laughs> Got to try them all in the world. All of them. But, but a cervical pillow has a curve in there. Okay? If you try them before and you have a, for example, not so good neck, it's going to make your neck really, really, really sore. Mm -hmm. The problem with the cervical pillow, if you ever see one of those, it's very curved. And it makes your neck, if you have a straight neck, for example, here, and you try to go to this where you're curved it the whole night long, here, it's going to overstretch the tissue, make the muscles, make the ligaments overstretch and cause more of a strain. You're going to wake up with a terrible, terrible neck pain. So be careful buying a cervical or curved pillow because if you have a bad neck, it's going to make it worse. Once your neck is good, it's going to help you stay good or stay well. But pillows are different. I had someone a couple years ago come in, she had bought a $300 Turkish pillow. And it was supposed to be the best in the world. She came in about two days later and my neck is in pain, severe pain. Mm. And that was the only thing she did differently was buy, buy an expensive pillow. It's not price tag, it's what works for your neck. If I, if only that's a recommendation for a pillow, it's a medium weight pillow from Target or Walmart that you replace every six months. Mm. Every time you have your half birthday, replace your pillow. Mm. Guess how many half birthdays? <laughs> No. Why not? It's a good idea. <laughs> I celebrate every day. Makes you feel older. <laughs> That's the thing is you have to figure out what works for you, but position-wise, do you feel relaxed? If not, if you're waking up with numbness in your fingers or your toes or your feet, you gotta figure out okay, what's it's not and people will go, should I buy a new bed? I go, no. Fix your body so your body can handle your bed. Unless your bed is is very soft. And unless your bed, your springs are popping out, at that point, as long as it's firm or medium firm, that's a good support for your body. Do you want to have good support first? Yes, but it's not always the bed. It's your body. Fix your body so you can like the bed. Questions about that? So pillow-wise, I would try, if, if you're doing three pillows, because you're in your positions, great. Two pillows, eh. Try, try to slide down or Use a pillow, maybe a smaller, thinner pillow, and work your way down to maybe just one pillow. So you're not propped up all the time. The pillows are tough, though. I have one guy, he's gone through, pillows and mattresses, he's gone through uh, five mattress companies. Because he just can't find the right one. So if you're shopping for a mattress, his tip that I was going to share with you guys, too, 
is make sure you have they have a good return policy for mattress. <laughs> that it's it's no questions asked within three three within three months they pick them up no charges nothing give you all your money back. That's how you know you see it back at their mattress. All right. Yes. I know people that complain about their shoulder pain mm -hmm. after sleeping. Mm-hmm. It's shoulder, it's shoulder, it's not shoulder pain, it's more shoulder neck pain, correct? Or joint. So it's more on their side then. So what they're doing is probably like this on their side, sleeping like this, or even like we talked before, up here, has too much shoulder pressure. So if they feel that in that shoulder, they almost have to lean back on their upper back more, or go to their back for one too. If someone has problem, for example, with a left shoulder issue, I tell, or I'm sorry, a right shoulder problem on the right shoulder, I would tell them put a pillow behind you here so you don't roll over on your right shoulder. Does that seem magical? Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I'm here, right? My pillow's behind me, I could go this up, oh, I'm not gonna go back there. I'll stay on my left side. If someone has a bad, for example, bad right neck, same thing. I don't want to go right side when I'm sleeping. I'll stay on my left, I'm gonna stay here, same thing, pillow behind me. So I can't roll over my right side. What oh, about wet, a little wet, a little firm wet? Enough, enough to where you feel you can't roll over. You know, maybe I would. If I tell people, keep it real simple. If you don't have a wedge, just a long pillow, or just a just a normal sized pillow just behind you, so you feel you can't roll over. And when you're asleep, what happens? You're asleep. You're asleep. You can't. You don't think what's going on. Yes, ma'am. That would probably help with people who snore on their back too. Well, I, my wife's tried that with me, it hasn't really helped. Why not? <laughs> she actually does. She's not like she'll wake me up. Especially when I first fell asleep, I'll, I guess I stopped sorry. I don't know what I didn't start doing. But she'll tell me, roll my side. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it does help sleep on your sides and your snoring. Mm -hmm. As my wife would, would, would comment. I agree with your wife. I, 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 think, I think everyone agrees with, with my wife. <laughs> Versus me. That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> what happened? Next thing. Once we figured out. How do we, for example, sleep better? And how do we lie down better? How do we move our neck better? We've done the pillow stretch for one, too. How do you progress to other exercises? Okay? So what we'll talk about next is how do we make the shoulders, here we talked about a second shoulder, you mentioned it. If this part of the body here is tight, causing neck to stay tight, it's called the upper traps from your neck to your upper back to your shoulder joint, that muscle can tighten up. If both of them together pushes the neck forward, neck goes forward, at that point you're stuck here. The problem is again with posture, we have to now adjust the spine if need be, to get the shoulders to roll backwards, this way, okay? So this one here, use my water bottles that I brought. This is the one we talked about before for shoulder pain. I use this one for more upper trap tightness along with the upper back here being weak. When we do this, when we get our body to go from being a good position here to more of a curved position because your neck's going forward, say for example, too much sitting, at that point, the upper back tightens up and weakens, and these shoulders, they roll forward, causing too much pressure on that neck area. We talked about the suboccipital area. You have to calm that area down, okay? So these, these water bottles here, and I have someone do, is just take it, any brand would work here and come straight back. Hold for a second, come down, and come straight back. Any questions about that? It's called external rotation, no big deal. Here, starting here, 
here, letting gravity, if you can, the shoulders come back as much as you can. Okay? A way to do this, on, the way to do this passive, this is too much for you, modification from here to here, that's too much you can do, is, turn this one more time, need my cameraman back here. You can do is lie on your on a mat, something more supportive. Here, take those water bottles, put your put your elbows down to the sides, let your hands slowly rotate backwards, letting gravity and the weight of your water bottles to come down all the way if you can over time, all the way down to the floor. Does that make sense? We're trying to get these shoulder muscles here, upper trap muscles here, to stretch backwards this way. But in the same sense, what's the counter muscle? What do you think? Hi. Hello, hello. I'll just you sit down. Yeah, go ahead. Of course, of course. <laughs> but what, what's the counter muscle of your, your back muscles, back of your upper trap muscles? What's the counter muscle? What's the opposite muscle, you think? Excuse me? Yes. The front shoulder, the front pec muscles here for one, two. They all, because we work in front all day long, we're working here, right? With our computers, our phones, whatever we carry, we're working here. These muscles tighten up really easy. They feel pretty strong all the time. Because of that, when they tighten too much, they imbalance, they cause an imbalance with the back muscles here to make them weak and overly stretched out. So by doing the stretch here with the water bottles coming backwards allows you now to get these pec muscles, anterior duct muscles, now to stretch backwards to make them overstretched, to make those back muscles now become a little bit stronger, begin to hold that better position upright, so your head can come back more. Whenever there's a problem that I see here or here, even here, I always go one joint beyond that. I want to see if the problem's here, what's going on with the shoulder with the upper back? Problem's here, what's going on with the elbow and the neck? I want to go one joint away up and down so I'm not missing anything. Because they're all, they're all connected, correct? If one's off, one, the other one might be tighter, one might be weak. If these are tight in the front, my pec minor muscles, and also my anterior delt, the back here is going to be weak over time. You have to make sure when we're doing stretches, what are we working? If I'm doing this, I'm making the shoulder joint itself here stretch, but I'm also making the pec minor muscles come back with me too. Make back here over time, these muscles as they go back over horizontal, allows these muscles now to get stronger over time too. Okay. Any questions about that? So that corner exercise that you demoed. Someone's paying attention. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I've been trying that because I have a very hard time doing that. But I do with my back against the wall at mm -hmm. the same time. And I just can't. I raise my hands up. And that hurts, okay. So you do them, do you do them? A minute to a minute and a half. You do them this way? Yeah, yeah. It's hard. Very hard to keep the elbows against the wall at the same time. It's hard. It's hard. The back of my feet. Because you're using you're using these muscles back here too at the same time. Yeah. Kind of contract them, yeah. which isn't normal, but it'll help you get that body upright. So I do the corner one first. Good. Okay. I push that 
carry on, then I go to Walt to do that. And I picked up a little bit, but I am very hard time. You've done, you do the minute and a half, that's pretty good. Yeah. There's no, there's no bodybuilding yeah, contest, though. Just don't get to where I'm one. Is it, you got your hands up against the wall. Is it? You can't get there. Yeah, exactly. Here? Yeah. So working, so so your your homework then would be working that stretch on the floor with the water bottles here. Okay. So you go more flat. Okay. That'd be your homework. Okay. And, and by doing that over time, even two three minutes or so, ligaments need time to open up and stretch up and unwind. The problem when you're against the wall, doing this here, your body will naturally fight you yeah. to make them contract instead of relax. If you get them to relax first on the floor with the water bottles first, allow your body to there, then you can come back here and then come back here. This takes time. So, so I also do weights, okay? Good. So the bench, does that productive or kind of productive? It's productive to make... Uh, I'm not going deep. I only go as far as... When you, when you bench press, are you here or are you... Right about there. Because I'm afraid to lock in. I'm at 120. Yeah, yeah. So that's... It'd be dumbbells or bar? Uh, machine. Okay, so I would, I would drop the weight to come okay. back here more. Deeper. you got to get a full stretch. Okay. If I'm doing this, I'm not working the full muscle. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not getting that shoulder to engage here to open everything up. Okay. The goal of the bench press, yes, is to come up, but it's also to come all the way down and then come all the way up. That point when we're coming down, we're getting these very stretch here with the bench press, getting the back muscles to contract, and then pushing up with back here first and then coming forward. Once your elbow goes behind your back, then your back muscles have to engage, your posterior delt, to come forward. That's how I tore my left shoulder 20 years ago. So I make sure I, when I do that, I want to make sure my shoulder is good to do that motion. The bench press usually does not tear the pec muscles. It tears the shoulder because your shoulder's not ready for that motion. Okay. So if you feel that shoulder is where the problem is with the bench press, get the shoulder stronger. By doing, we talked about last time, by doing these, by doing these, by doing these. Shoulder, bench press problems are a shoulder problem, not a pec problem. But go deeper or take dumbbells and just go as wide as you can, hold and come on. I'll even I'll do individual dumbbells too, take one dumbbell, and just support my arm this way to come all the way down, hold, and push all the way up. I do like the 200 dumbbells, that's what I do. Uh, kidding, kidding, kidding. Only hundreds. <laughs> Only hundreds. hundreds. Questions about that? So good. And Fernando, we got right into the other exercises too. Close real quick. So we're going to, going to make these muscles here make these areas here become more rotated backwards, we also want to make sure that we're doing more active exercises to make your pec minor muscles, everything here, if we're doing this already, open itself up. Okay? Like Fred was saying too, we want to do a quarter stretch here. Come across right there. We go against the corner of a room. This is kind of occupants of the doors here. I'll come here, here, take one step forward, and then let your body slide forward to get those pec muscles. When I say pec muscles, shoulder to your sternum, those muscles to stretch. But remember, when we're here, we want to have, in that position, want to have our head up the whole time. So we're, so we're starting out with our body, upper body in extension a little bit. 
here, and go against the corner, step forward, lean in, hold five seconds, then come back. Any questions about that? Yeah, corner, corner there, or like just any corner of the room would be fine. Okay. And you want to have your hands about shoulder height. Come in, hold, and relax. You can't do every every other time. Switch feet if you want. If you want to dance it out, but it's up to you. Doesn't matter what feet you use. It's more the upper body's focus. But head up the whole time, not head down. This is what I see my patients every day. Questions about that? How do we, now we've done this, we've stretched out, made our shoulder joint stretch back to make that upper trap drop, to make that area head come back more. We've caused the shoulder stretch now this way, corner stretch, to make the pec muscles relax again to get the shoulders to drop. How do we get this muscle here, upper trap muscle, to now stretch? What, what can we do, you think? Hmm. So the upper trap muscle controls, when it's contracted, controls this. Okay, so you want to do the opposite by doing an upper trap stretch. Hmm. In fact, I coined that name. I trademarked it. I think I don't know. Here and here. So here, we'll be taking your right hand behind your left ear for your left upper trap, and here, putting your hand almost behind your ear, turn your head toward that shoulder, toward the shoulder. And let your head come down toward your body. Okay? You demonstrate from the front too, so you see from the front, up to the side, here, same thing. Let me go from this side. So upper trap, here, up right, right trap, left, right, left hand behind the right ear, head turns toward the right shoulder, come all the way down toward the body. Do you feel that? Yeah. Let's see. Interesting. Check with you guys. It'll help for yours because you have it on more of the left side. I would make sure that you do that right hand over your ear and then come down that left side. Hold that for about 30 seconds. Again, 30 seconds is the goal with this one. No, no. Here. I can't remember. That's why practice. Here. Hand over your ear. Turn toward that same shoulder and down toward your body. Ugh. Oh, you hear that? Perfect. That's where you want to go. Any questions about that? Questions? So one thing you can do, not the bench press, but a wall push-up. Okay? So I'll demonstrate again here. If we're going to start building strength, right? How do we get stronger to make our body if, if we feel if things are loose now, I don't have any more quicks in my neck, everything feels loose, my headaches are going away, how do I now make my body handle that stress of sitting, handle that stress of standing, handle that stress of living life? Okay? So my goal is now, once someone's gotten there, how do we make sure they stay there? My goal at this point is make your body strong enough to handle that stressors of your day. I, my, my, I am not one going to say, if you have pain, if you feel too stressed, Quit your job, leave your family, kick the dog out. No, it's not practical. But can we make your body strong to handle that stressor so you don't feel that stress, that pain, that headache all the time? First exercise I do with people is a wall push up. You go against the wall here. 
I go, and we talked about shoulders before too, right? The shoulders. I want to go wide to make sure I get those shoulders to come back more. So the wall push-up, yes, is for strength, but it's also position too. So I'm going to go wide on my wall push-up. I'm going to come here about, enough where my, my elbows are slightly bent, hands about shoulder height. I'm going to come in the wall, but when I come in the wall, I want to make sure that my shoulder blades back here, they pull together to hold my body in. So I'm going to come here, come in, pinch my blades together for a second, then push off the wall, keep my shoulders down. I don't want them, my shoulders to come up. I want to stay down the whole time. Down and back, here, come in, hold for a second, and then push off. Okay? Who wants to try this? Anybody? Hmm? Jessica. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, unvolunteered. It's sitting too long. So, good, right here. We go here, feet away from the wall. And make sure the elbows are tucked into a little bit. Come in, hold for a second, and then come out. Um, I don't think I have the wings. Yeah, it's okay. Scoot forward, scoot forward, scoot forward. Make sure you're standing up straight. Stand up straight, stand up straight. So bring your feet forward. Turn the wall. One more, one more. Right there, there we go. And shoulders out here. More, and more. There we go. Lock them in down this way. There we go. Good, look at that. Oh, wow. Professional. Oh, this is fun. Oh, this is so fun. <laughs> She's telling herself that. She's not right now. How'd that feel? Oh. How'd that feel? That feels, it really feels opened up in here. Mm -hmm. Try it one more time. It's a modification for you. So here, once we're here, now bring the hands lower. There we go. Now. Oh, yeah. That's, that's there we go. Lower. Good. Perfect. Hold. Come in. Hold. 0 0.1, 0 0.2, 0 0.3. Okay, go back. Oh, that last. Good. Ooh, that's good. And when you come in, come, come down again. Come in and pinch it together. Good. So when you come down, okay. pinch, 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 pinch. Come oh. out and relax. Make sure you're doing this too, right? We have to contract the rhomboids also at the same time. So come down, contract the rhomboids, get the spine to pinch, and then come back. If this is stronger here, allows your body to stay back here, then our head stays back here too. It's positional. Yeah, I, I can feel just that little bit. Mm -hmm. um, I feel straighter. It makes the muscles stretch, makes the muscles contract, so it holds your body back on your heels instead of on your toes. Yeah, feels good. Good, good job. Oh, hold on, hold on. High five. And then hold on. Oh, my God. Yes. You know, I've been looking for these things. Where did you get them? I have no idea. From a couple years. Oh. There you go. Good job, good job, good job. Good job, good job. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That's the goal. Can we start moving things around more? So once that feels good to you, that feels good in the wall here. And you can modify to go from here, wide push-up, to now more inside where you tuck your elbows in. A lot closer, and then come in, hold for a second, then come out. You can go if you want to even go one arm to at the same time, one arm, come here, down, and push off. Okay. Which sides? Push off if you want to, okay? If that feels uncomfortable, then go to, down to a counter push-up too. Counter push-up, then you can go to even a floor push if you want to. Yes, ma'am? Oh, I can just do that. Good, okay. okay. You look good though, you look good doing it. You look good doing it, okay? Another thing to build strength too for the shoulders. Good, 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 good comedy break. Here is a modified shrug. What does a shrug do? The shrug exercise 
gets all of your upper traps here stronger. Okay? But you don't want to do the ones you do in the gym. You don't want to do these. There you go. Ugh. Ugh. No. We don't want the neck motion. We want the locker body in good position first here. And I call it the modified truck because I'm not very creative. Modified truck. I'm going to come here. But I'm going to my hands out. Palms facing forward. The reason we do that, get your shoulders to rotate out this way here instead of being stuck in. So here, hands out. We're facing forward with the water bottles. And then coming straight up. Hold. And then down. Need that one more time. I can't see my hands. Here. Again, body up, shoulders up. So if you want to start, if you want to start, you can on a wall. Head back, shoulders back, feet back, hips back, hands out, come straight up, hold, come straight down. When you go on the wall, you'll feel like your body slide all the way back. So you want to make sure your shoulder blades stay in the whole time. When we do this, going from here to here, we're getting our shoulder blades back here. We had done a second ago. Here, the pinch in the whole time too. We're pinching as we come up, hold, and then drop them. Time-wise, hold them for about a second, come up, hold, and relax. About 10 of them. Okay, who wants to try this? This is an easy one. Next one's a really hard one. Try this one. Anybody? Any volunteers? Anybody? Uh-huh. Nobody? Okay, I'll skip this one then. All right. But any questions? Any questions about this one? Simple, right? Okay. Next one, a little harder. Again, I'm not very creative. I call it a modified shoulder press. So here, I'm going to take the water bottles again. But instead of being here like you would normally, what you want to do is bring your hands out as much as you can. So face your palms of your hands out away from your body. What does that do again? Get your whole upper back here to contract this way. Bring your hands out as far as you can. Okay? Once you're in that position, your upper back contracted, hands far back as you can, then come straight up. Even if you want to touch your, touch your fingers together, hold for a second, then come back down. Not turn your hands at all. Keep your hands turned out the whole time. And go to, you want to go about shoulder height with your elbow. Shoulder height, keep it horizontal. Hold for a second. Come back up. Hold. Come back down. Does that hurt your shoulders, your neck, or upper back? Does that hurt? Yeah, a little bit. Fantastic. Good. Congratulations. <laughs> okay. Hurts, you got to keep doing it. When I, say, when I say hurt, it should be tight and comfortable, not painful, where you want to guard tight, which is good. Right? That's where we're at. Good. Good. That's all it is. You want to make sure we're uncomfortable, where it feels a little tight, a little sore, uh, but not like it has, where you want to stop, you want to, you want to guard, you want to tighten. Any questions about that? This one here, maybe start with five, up and down. One, two, three more. Hold, hold, hold. Don't get my watch, my heart rate's going too high, I think. I don't know. Let me do one more. And number five, ugh. That feels good, then go to 10 if you want. Uh -huh. We want to make sure you don't start learning, you just start doing this, go, ugh, it feels too tired. No, stay out here the whole time. I'd rather, I'd rather you do three here three good ones. than doing five here. 
you won't get the same effect. It's all about form first and then worry about everything else. Any questions at all? Last one, because I'm getting tired up here. I already worked out this morning, so I'm done. It's a reverse fly exercise. Okay? What I mean by that, we're not doing a fly lying down, we're doing a fly standing up. We're going to stand up. I'll turn around in a second. One you do is bring your water bottles straight ahead. We're going to come up here with your head up, hold, and then come back down. So your head's not moving the whole time, but it's just the shoulders moving over here. Come up, hold, and relax. In the side view, we want to have the water bottles slightly in front of your head, but elbows up here too the whole time. Hold and relax. And once, and like so back here, we want it to pinch upper back or upper traps along with the rhomboids in the middle too. So what I do, you come up, good, pinch, hold, then relax. All right, any questions about that? Want to try this, anybody? Who wants a star, anybody? No? Different colors. What's that? Can I do it again? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I'll do it all three positions. So here, good. Water bottles here, pulling straight ahead with your thumbs. And you want, you want to start them a little in front of you here, a little in front so you have the same position, the whole, the whole plane, the whole time coming out. So here, up, head up, hold for a second, come down. We'll go here again too. Here, up, hold, come down. Come up front for one second, let me show you something real quick. Let me show you something. I know. You'll do just fine. I gotta give more stars away. These stars gonna expire soon. I have to give them away. So here, I want to. I want yours to see. I want to make sure the water bottles stay in front the whole time. So go ahead. Take here. Here and then here. We're here. And we're gonna come up here and then down this way on both sides. Go ahead. Let's do both together. And pinch. There we go. Head up. There we go. Good. And come down. When you come down, make sure we bend the elbows a little bit here too. Bend and come up. Good. Pinch and come down. Head up the whole time. And make sure you're looking this way. There we go. Come down. And then up a little higher. There we go. One more time. Pinch this back too. There we go. Pinch and then come on down. So make sure that's when we're doing this here along with that too at the same time. Got it. Does that feel different? Tiring. Yes. Take a break. Take, take a water bottle when you get home. All right. Oh, jeez. I almost forgot. Oh, man. Any questions at all, people? Thank you, thank you. Any questions? So how many exercises did we do today? How many exercises did we do? Oh, at least ten. A dozen. Plethora of exercises, right? We did the floor stretch, okay? With one minute here, one minute overhead. We did the water bottle stretch on the floor with arms above your head here, right? We did that one on the floor. We did also the corner stretch, right? Corner stretch, yeah. the one here. Yeah. Hold, hold, hold. We did the uh, wall push-up, right? Right. Mm -hmm. 
We also did the, uh, we, did, we did this one also too, coming back right. Instead of the floor one, either floor on your floor and your back this way holding it, or coming up this way all the way external rotation. We also did a reverse fly this way, the one we had just done. And also the one seated, we did upper track stretch on both sides. Yeah. 30 second hold, 30 second hold. I yes. Say, I didn't hear the, the first. Sure. Can, what do you, can I get down on the floor and they can get up? It's, and I wouldn't do that one then. I would hold, I would hold off on that one. I'll do the standing ones. Okay? The standing ones will be, will be helpful enough, but if you're in bed though, you can't in bed, is take a bath towel and roll it up and put it behind your back in bed and let your body come back over the side. Oh. So it'd be this one here, so just, to, just so you see it too. If I'm in my bed, it would be this one to where I would go here and put this towel, a rolled up bath towel. Well, it would be, be on your bed though, on your bed. So just on your bed's fine too. Okay. Here. And that's going to be top of your shoulders right about here and your head fall backwards. It's like this. Okay. All right. And just one minute here. One minute, arms overhead. One minute, and then one minute. In your bed's fine too. It'll be, it'll be, it'll, it'll be easier to get out of bed too. Alright? But again, these, these exercises, yes, your exercises are for the shoulder, the neck, upper back, even part of your, your pec muscles too in the front. Because these, all these muscles control your head's position, right? If my head's position is here, then my neck can relax. These muscles don't tighten up, they stay relaxed not cut off the nerve flow and blood flow with my head here and also in the front too. That's the goal. Better position, better posture, so all the circumstances we have that we can control can be more effective along with nutrition, diet, if you have problems with that too. All right? Any questions at all? Yeah, yes. Sorry. No problem, good. So I, would, I wouldn't do the floor one then. So I would make sure until you get until we get strong enough that we get our body to use something as a third point to make sure it's something next to you. So I'm gonna come down. I would do that, or if you're gonna get on the floor too, is use your use your lower body for strength. So what I've done in the past for people too is this one to where we go here. If I'm on the floor, right here. I'm going to come down, on the floor, I'm stuck on the floor. First, I'm going to make sure I'm, going to, I'm actually safe to get up. So I'm going to go from here. I'm going to come all the way up, if possible, then turn over on my hands. And then slowly, if possible, bring one leg back, one knee up, and then push off with this leg here to come up this way. Want to try that? No, I don't want you. <laughs> <laughs> so be here. Once you get to here, if you can't get to here first, once you're here, then bring whatever leg comfortable you're comfortable with. Bring that leg forward, and then from that position, lean all your weight on this knee, and then push up off that knee. Okay. Yeah. What if there happens to be a chair or a table in your body? That's what I would do. That's, yeah. But you you put 
That, that's what I would do. I would, I would use, I would go one knee at a time and then push off your knee. Okay. But if you have a bed next to you, for example, I would use that bed along with here and here and push up, push up here and push up here. But you have to have something to hold on to. Or, or if you don't have something to hold on to, then just use your own knee. Oh, your And push up off this way. But the soft bed. Soft bed would be kind of tough, so it's kind of what you're used to. Yeah, it's rough. If you could use just your own body, then wherever you are, you'll be able to do it easier. All right? Yeah, no, thank you. i got to get to work, so you guys have a good day. Thanks for watching. Thank Not watching. Thank Come you. again. Thank you. No, you guys are good.